0: Hello everyone and welcome to the second episode of Serial Killers Around the World. <clears throat> my name is Annette and in my podcast I discuss exactly that, Serial Killers Around the World. So on today's episode I'm going to talk about French serial killer and pedophile Michel Fournieray. He was born in 1942 and his father was a metal worker and his mom a housewife. Michel was an only child and is remembered as being a quiet child who enjoyed listening to classical music and playing chess. What a good boy. By outward appearances, it looked as though he grew up in a healthy family setting. But Michel later claimed to have been sexually abused by his mother and stated that he had multiple sexual experiences with her, which later uh, caused trauma and that this led him to commit crimes against women. Michel did manage to work odd jobs here and there, but apparently his specialty uh, was that of serial killer. He confessed confessed to killing uh, nine people, eight women, and one man, although it is speculated that he may have killed up to 12 people. His first known crime happened in 1966 when he sexually assaulted a young girl. And only served an eight-month suspended sentence. It looks like uh, France is on par with America's uh, sentencing of of criminals. Pretty shitty. Uh, The next time he was in prison was in uh, 1984, so quite a few years went by. Uh, He was convicted of sexually assaulting five young girls. And while in jail after this 1984 arrest... He began corresponding with a woman who would later become his wife uh, through a prison pen pal program. Her name is Monique Olivier and it seemed as though they hit it off from the very beginning of their correspondence with each other. Michelle detailed his fantasies of raping and murdering virgin girls in the many letters they exchanged and she was apparently on board with this uh, fantasy and told him she'd be happy to help him commit these crimes if he killed her husband. Apparently, Michelle had no interest in killing a grown man, and uh, Monique's husband was never murdered, so he was spared that that kind of an ending. Uh, After Michelle was released from prison in 1987 for assaulting uh, five young girls, wow, served a whole three years. That's just crazy. Um, On December eleventh, nineteen 1987... Uh, They committed their first murder after kidnapping a 17-year-old girl by the name of Isabelle Laville, whom they had been stalking the previous two days. As the young girl was walking home from school, Monique drove by, stopped, and asked Isabel for directions. Excuse me. She agreed and got into the car with Monique. Monique then drove down the road a bit where Michelle was standing next to his car, claiming to have car trouble. Monique offered to give this stranger a lift, and once he got into the car, Michelle choked L'Aville with rope and then sedated her with rofinol, which is a drug used to treat severe insomnia and also used as an anesthetic. The couple then brought Isabelle to their home where Michelle raped and killed her. They then threw her lifeless body down a well, and it wasn't until eight years later that her remains were recovered. I just can't imagine the emotional turmoil her parents endured during that 18-year span of time. Uh, the couple went on to uh, cr- um, commit their next murder in 1988. And it was uh, a 30-year-old Farida Hamish. They met her through an imprisoned bank robber by the name of Jean-Pierre Helgoc, who shared a cell with Michelle at one time. Uh, Farida offered uh, the couple 500,000 francs uh, to go and dig up some gold coins uh, that had been buried at a cemetery by members of the gang. <clears throat> After Michelle and his blush, uh, and blush Monique retrieved the goods, Farida did as promised and forked over the 500,000 francs worth of gold coins. <clears throat> Apparently that wasn't good enough for Michelle and Monique and they ended up killing Farida by strangling her and burying her body. To this day, her body's never been found. Uh, With that big $500,000 loot, uh, Michelle and Monique bought a chateau. I couldn't find much information about the chateau, but apparently as of 2020, it is still standing. In August 1988, Monique became pregnant. But that didn't stop her from helping her husband kidnap and kill another woman by the name of Fabrienne Leroy, who was 20 years old at the time of her death. The couple decided uh, to use, once again, their ever-popular, I'm lost in any directions tactic to lure this victim into their car. After driving to a forest, <clears throat> they pulled over and uh, Michelle demanded that Monique look at Fabrienne's hymen to see if she was still a virgin. When Monique refused, uh, Fornare an raped and killed Fabrienne by shooting her in the chest. Uh, their next murder uh, occurred in January 1989 after meeting 21-year-old woman by the name of Jeanne-Marie Desmerval while on a train. Uh, they chatted along the way, and once they arrived at their stop, Jeanne-Marie informed Fournire that she was staying at a convent. It wasn't until March of that same year that the murderous couple met the young woman again, once again at the train station. They invited her to come to their house. She accepted, and they drove her there. Michelle did not waste any time, and after arriving to their home, asked Jean-Marie if she was a virgin. He attempted to rape her, but after a brief struggle, he strangled her and then buried her body in their garden. Uh, the lovely Michelle and Monique tied the knot in July 1989, <clears throat> a year after their son Salim was born. Uh, he was born on September 9, 1989, and you can actually read an article about him on Yahoo News UK, Uh, published on December thirteenth, 2023. Uh, The couple, um, once again, they decided to commit their next murder. They had their one-year-old son with them in the car when they came upon a 12-year-old girl by the name of Elizabeth Brichet. After asking her for directions and luring her into the car, they drove back to flowing. Uh, There, Michelle undressed the girl, and after noticing that she was on her period, asked his lovely wife to clean up the girl's genital area. It wasn't until the next day that uh, Michelle strangled the young girl after his attempt to suffocate her failed. Um, On November 21st, 1990, Michelle and Olivia uh, committed what was thought to be their last murder as a couple. A 13-year-old girl by the name of Natasha Danae was walking home when the couple spotted her. And then again, they convinced her to get into their car, claiming to be lost and asking for directions. After driving her to a secluded area, Michel stabbed her in the chest with a screwdriver and then also strangled her. Uh, Michel was later thought to have raped the girl after she was dead. I mean, why on earth do people like him even exist on this earth? I guess some questions will never be answered. The couple and their son uh, then moved to Belgium in the early 1990s and apparently Michel worked alone in murdering at least three more girls. His next victim was a girl by the name of Celine Saison, who was 18 years old, and once again she was lured into his van. After raping her and strangling her, he dumped her body in a forest, and it wasn't until 2000 that her remains were discovered. Uh, In May 2001, he convinced 13-year-old Mananya Dompong to come to his home on the pretense of playing with his son. He drove her to a village uh, in Palazzole and strangled her. And her remains were not discovered until March 2002. Uh, you know, they were finally arrested on June 26, 2003, after a failed attempt to kidnap a 13 year old girl. Uh, Monique and Michelle were interviewed for many hours, but they weren't ready to confess to any murders or any crimes. And it wasn't until about a year later that Olivia admitted to police that her husband had killed numerous people. I guess she forgot to mention her participation in the abductions and murders. Um, although she was arrested along with her husband and they were extradited to France. Once there, they helped find the bodies of three of the four missing victims. In 2008, Michelle was found guilty of killing seven out of the eight victims and received a life sentence. It's also been suggested that Fournier killed former Minister of Labor Robert Boulin, who was involved in some sort of real estate scandal. Uh, The murder has never been pinned on Michel, so I guess they never found a crime committed by uh, Michel, as far as this guy goes. Uh, Fortunately, Michel died in 2021 at age 79 in a maximum security prison hospital in Paris. Uh, He lived uh, way too long in my opinion. Uh, Monique recently went on trial in November 2023 for three of the murders. And as of December 13th, the trial is still underway. Although she is already serving a life sentence from uh, 2008 for taking part in the other murders. She claims that she was forced to help him commit the kidnapping and murders and that he physically abused her. She also stated that she regrets everything that happened. Well, that's just great, Monique. Good for you. Yay. All right. Well, you know, ends the story about Michelle and Monique. But I just thought I'd provide some general statistics about serial killers. Approximately 85% of serial killers are male and 8% are female. And of that 85% of male serial killers, 82% are American white guys. 15% are black and two and a half percent are Hispanic. Women serial killers are more likely to kill for financial reasons and will often take on the role of caretaker, nurse, uh, women who kill their husbands, for example. Women uh, like to use poison to kill their victims, while men prefer using hands-on methods with guns, knives, strangulation, and bludgeoning. 75% of women are the victims of serial killers, and in specific sexually motivated murders, 70% of women are victims. Just a little murder for thought for you. I'm going to end this podcast here. I want to thank you for listening and I hope you will come back. Stay safe and please be kind to others. And don't murder!